Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Shutdown Coverage NFL Show. I hope you're all doing really well today, hope you're having a nice day and uh, everything's going well for you. And we've got a really fun, um, or I think it's really fun, I always love doing this every year, a really fun um, little section for you today where we're talking about QBs in 2020 when the season starts. So we obviously don't know when that's going to be at the moment, but um, maybe you're listening to this in a few months time when this whole virus thing is resolved and you know um, but at this point of posting we don't know when the season's going to be but we're going to do 2020 TD passes and we're going to do over and under on each quarterback um, so I've t- got some odds from different um, places and um, sort of taking the average line and I'm going to do over and unders say which I think give a brief description why I haven't done every quarterback in the league some because um I thought the line was a bit crazy and it's not really worth discussing or mostly because they're not entrenched starters whereas everyone I've picked as far as I'm concerned at this point are entrenched starter in their team so they're definitely going to play 16 games bar an injury things like that so to kick us off we've got Baker Mayfield the line's 25 and a half I've gone over uh, he threw 22 touchdowns last year he's got Hooper plus anyone they take in the draft Hooper the tight end from Atlanta any draft picks as extra weapons. He's going to have an extra year with the players around him. I know he's got a new coach, probably a new system, but he's also more experienced to learn that. Um, so I think he's just going to be a bit more comfortable. I think he's going to avoid the controversy as much this year as well. And I think he's in line for 27, 28 touchdowns um, this year. Moving on to Ben Roethlisberger. He's got a line of 29 and a half. I think he's going to go under that. Um, I th- he did get um, 34 in his last full season, which is you know five over where the line is roughly. But if you actually look at the previous five seasons, and that's even with Levy and Bell and Antonio Brown and all the other weapons he's had, he's actually averaging 25 touchdowns a season. So I think looking at that, that's that's basically five less than the line is, which is quite a significant amount. He's got more injury history than he's ever had. He's just had a year off. I think he will come back pretty fired up but I don't think I don't think that overrides the concerns I have I think they're a deorientated team now I don't I think the defense is what they're going to lean on just like they did last year obviously Ben Russell can do a bit more than um, Rudolph but I think that's still where they're going to go they're going to run the ball still find that offensive line with James Connor I just don't see him getting up to um, 29 and a half touchdowns uh, shifting to Daniel Jones in New York, um, he's got 27.5 is his line. I'm actually going over on this. I, I did think about this for quite a while, just because, you know, you think of the second-year aggression for quarterbacks, you think they've got Barkley to run the ball, but I had a little bit of a look at the schedule, and I looked at his stats from last year, and he actually had 24 touchdowns last year, and that's after missing three games and having the pressure of replacing Eli, which has gone this year. Um that isn't a thing. It's his team. He proved himself. Um, and it, so actually, considering he got 24 touchdowns last year, all he's got to do is get one more touchdown in each of the three games he missed, if you like, for the start of the season, and he'd be on 27 anyway. So all he's got to do is improve 1% basically on last year, and he will go over. He has not necessarily the highest end weapons, but he has a nice variety of weapons you know your Sterling Shepard Golden Tate Saquon Barkley can also catch out the backfield Evan Ingram Dean Lewis is a catch um a catching back 
So I think he's in a good position to top that. I don't know whether he even necessarily gets to 30, but I'm fairly confident he'll go over that 27.5 mark. Next one with the exact same line of 27.5 is Dat Prescott. And actually, I'm going to go the other way this time. I'm going to go under. He got 30 touchdowns last year, but remember, he got off to an incredibly hot start last year. They had a soft start to the schedule. He threw, I think it was four or five of them against the Dolphins um, and so I th- I look at that and think well he's probably not going to get off to that hot of a start especially if he sits out some training camp and things like that which he's saying he's going to um, I don't think he's going to play particularly committed this year I think he's going to look after himself for whatever contract comes down the road with either Dallas or another team um, he has got Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott and Michael Gallup but after that he hasn't got loads of depth after that so if he comes up against some good defences um, who can take Cooper away with one guy double team Gallup with with their third corner or something like that um, and focus on the run game I don't really see him overcoming that particularly there's not a na- knock on Dak Prescott I think he's a good quarterback I think he's a franchise quarterback I just don't think he's going to go over that 27.5 mark I think they're going to try and get back to the run game a little bit more. And I think the loss of Frederick on the offensive line is quite big. Obviously, the guy who calls the signals anchors that the centre of that line. I just don't think he's going to play quite well enough. There's also, if you want to be conspiracy theory about it, you could argue Dallas actually could do with a not great year from Dak Prescott to help them in negotiations. Um, you know, that's more of a conspiracy kind of thing, but... You know, if they go through the, you know, do do what's best for Dallas, but go through the run game in the D, then, you know, potentially next year, Dak's a bit cheaper for them. Okay, moving on to another quarterback with a 27 and a half line. It seems quite the consistent um, line for a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of those mid-tier quarterbacks, is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I've got him under, but just under, kind of like Dak, you know, I'm not seeing him go over 27 and a half, but could he get 25, 25 and a half, oh, well, 25, 26? Sure. Um, so I think he'll get close, but I don't think he'll quite make it. Uh, last year he had 27 touchdowns. Um, he still has plenty of weapons around him. Kittle, Samuel, Goodwin, um, they're all still there. They might draft more potentially after as well, especially as they lost Sanders. So the weapons are there, and the defense will give him opportunities, but I think they're going to really focus on the run game again, like they did last year, um, and that will take quite a few of the touchdowns away from Garoppolo. Um I also think he's in a tough division with good defences. He's got a pretty tough schedule at times. Um, and I think it's a balanced offence that doesn't really rely on him throwing a lot of touchdowns. And we we saw that last year, really. And he only he only um, he missed the mark they're giving him by 0.5 last year. So I think, you know, people having tape maybe on this offence as well might just slow him down a little bit more. Next combat, um, next callback on the lineup is Josh Allen uh, 22 and a half um, I've gone over and I you know I don't think it's really going to be close I appreciate he's part of a defensive team I do get that but he got 20 touchdowns last year so that's only two and a half to improve on Stefan Diggs alone gives you four or five touchdowns on last year so his presence alone for me puts Josh Allen over 22 and a half touchdowns but the fact that he's also more experienced I think he'll continue to improve I think his trajectory will continue to go up um, he'll use those other receivers uh, like John Brown John Brown can have a big year with everyone doubling digs uh, he'll continue to use Beasley underneath to keep the chains moving and I think because there isn't really a committee of backs behind Singletary anymore um, Gore's gone 
there's there's are, are obviously TJ Yeldon's on the roster, but you don't really see them pounding the ball. They look like they're going to give Singletary the main job, get him to rush 15, 20 times a game, um, but actually throw a lot and actually put the emphasis on Allen. And I think he'll get up 26, 27, 28 touchdowns. He'll, he'll smash 22 and a half. Uh, another young core back up next, Kyler Murray, 25 and a half is the line. I think he'll go over. Again, I don't know that this one will be overly close. I don't think he'll annihilate it, but I think he'll get in the late 20s, 28, 29 touchdowns. He got 20 last year, um, and that's without DeAndre Hopkins, who, kind of like Stefan Diggs, you kind of go, he adds four or five touchdowns on his own. So that would already put Murray at the mark, even without anything else. Obviously, he will be more experienced himself. Fitzgerald will be more open now because they'll have to one-on-one him. So the chains will keep moving. They probably add a wide receiver or tight end in the draft too to help. Drake's there as a running back, but I don't think he'll take over. He's kind of that perfect back that will move the chains and help the offense get near the end zone, but won't steal loads of touchdowns off Kyler Murray. It's another year in Kingsbury's system. Um, He obviously plays in a dome. I think he will get 27, 28 touchdowns and reasonably comfortably with two weeks left be over the line. Lamar Jackson is next up. He has a line of 30 and a half touchdowns. I think I'm going to go under on this one, but it is quite close. I believe in Lamar. I think he's extremely exciting. I think he proved last year he can absolutely be a quarterback, let alone an elite quarterback. At the NFL level, he will have to change his game as his career goes on, when his legs start to go or injuries start to mount. I'm fing- Fingers crossed, I'm not a Baltimore fan, but fingers crossed that, that injuries won't be a thing for him. But realistically, in the NFL, we've not seen a running quarterback really get to 30 without injuries um, that start slowing down. So he's got to work on his pocket passing, but I think he's at a point in his career and he's on a team that means he can get over 30, uh, sorry, can get near 30 and a half, just fall short. He did get 36 last year, so I am actually having him take a step back. But as much as I've bigged him up and bigged the team up, I think other people are going to have film on him now, which I think makes a big difference. I think the team will still push the run game. I think that will still be, then that includes Lamar, of course. Um, so maybe his rushing TDs will go up. Um, so I think he, he certainly will lead them to a 13-win season. I have a lot of hope for Baltimore this year. I just think Lamar Jackson is going to throw a few less touchdowns this year as they focus on other areas. So next up, we have Philip Rivers, um, obviously going to the Indianapolis Colts now. A new start for him after spending his entire career at San Diego. Uh, he's got a line of 26.5. I think I'm going to go under on this one. Not that close, but I don't think he'll be a mile away. He got 23 last year. I think it'll be something similar. Um, he's on a new team takes time to get to know people especially when you're not having the practices now you normally have he's not got a plethora of weapons Hilton's there um, but Ebron's gone and there's no you know there's no one else you'd really lean on outside of T.Y. Hilton really obviously he's going to draw a double team uh, perhaps the other team's best corner if they've got a shutdown like Stefan Gilmore they're going to draw someone like that every game they're going to run the ball plenty their offensive line's good at everything but it is really good in the run game i think they're going to get marlon mack i think he's going to get um mid thousands rushing yards this year i think he's gonna be 1500 or over and so really focus on that and so i don't think they're gonna ask philip rivers to do that much they also uh face some tough defenses 
Um, they've got the Bears, the Titans twice. They've got the Ravens. They've got the Vikings. They've got the Steelers. They've got the Packers. And they've got the Jets. So that is half your games. Just counting up. Yeah, ha- half your games, um, some home, some away, are against top eight defenses in the NFL, some top three or four. So I think they're going to run the ball, play all-round team, lean on their D, lean on their O, but not ask Philip Rivers to do that much. So I think he's going to end up around 23 like he did last year. Sam Donald um, has a line of 23 and a half, so similar to um, Philip Rivers, a little less. And, and that's really why I think he's going to sneak over. I think he's in a similar situation to Rivers in some ways. Um, you know, Rivers is on a new team. Donald's just inexperienced in general. His best receiver from last year, Robbie Anderson's gone. Obviously, Rivers is getting used to new receivers altogether. So it's, you know, in some ways fairly similar. But Darnold got 19 touchdowns last year, but he only played 13 games. So like I said with some of the quarterbacks earlier, if you just give him one touchdown for those extra games, he's going to more or less get to the line. And I don't see many games where Sam Darnold isn't going to throw at least one touchdown. He does lose Robbie Anderson. He's got some nice weapons. He's got Crowder, Doxton, Perryman, and Bell at running back. They're all solid options. None of them stand out. But you think, you know, you can at least move the ball score with these guys. But they're bound to add weapons in the draft. Um, they pick at 11 in rounds one and two. They have two third rounders. We know how deep the wide receiver draft is. So I'd expect those role players, those nice players to be there. And then Bell in the backfield and, and quite a big time wide receiver or tight end to be drafted to help him out. He's going to be more experienced. He's got another year in the offense with Adam Gase. I just don't see him going that low. I think he's going to be mid-high 20s. Tom Brady. So we come to Tom Brady in a new place for the first time in his career. His line is 29 and a half. I think he's going to go over. Um, I, when I first saw that line, I really thought, no, I think it's going to be under. I don't think he's going to. Um, be throwing that much and then the more I looked at it the more I thought do you know what why would he have gone to Tampa Bay if he's not going to throw the ball Tom Brady's all about winning we know that but if they were just going to run the ball well I mean Tampa Bay might not have even bought him in let alone him want to go to Tampa Bay if they're just going to run the ball the only running back they've got of real note is Ronald Jones I think considering the throwing weapons they've got They've got a plethora of weapons. They've also got people like Cameron Brait, um, a tight end um, who's reliable. We know Tom Brady likes the players who go over the middle. Um, I just think you've got Mike Evans going deep, Godwin. you just got such a good set of weapons. I think he got 24 TDs last year with far less than that. Far less than that. Um, he's going to be in better weather, even though we know Tom can throw in bad weather, but he's going to be in good weather. Arians likes to throw the ball too. Um, they can insert stuff into the offense that he's comfortable with. And I think the defense kind of plays a part in this as well, because Tampa Bay's defense tends to cause a turnover or give up points. There doesn't seem to be many middle grounds with their defense. Now, I think the defense will actually improve this year, but whether they're giving up points quickly or getting him the ball back because they're causing turnovers, either way, they are more possessions for Tom. So I think he'll get in the mid-30s, 33, 34, 35, something like that, and get over his line of 29.5. We then go on to Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, another quarterback in a new location down in Carolina. He's got a line of 23.5. I'm going to go over on this. I feel a little bit mixed on this one. Um, I was tempted to go push. Um, and just kind of chicken out a little bit and kind of go, oh, you know, I think he'll get exactly that. 
but I decided no, I'm going to be over under on all of these. I don't want to be saying, ah, oh, you know, sit on the fence. So the whole point of this is to put out my opinion. Um, I think he started five games last year. He had nine touchdowns. So if you project that over the season, that's roughly 30 touchdowns. Now I know he's in a different offense that's not as talented. You know, he has got Christian McCaffrey and an underrated wide receiver core. Um, I but he hasn't got Sean Payton also. Plus, uh, you know, there's a little bit of game film on him, not a lot, but just some tendencies and some mechanics might be able to be studied. Um, but I think, you know, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Kurt Samuel, you know, they're a decent underrated group. Christian McCaffrey's going to take some touchdowns to the house, but thrown, which is obviously what we're talking about here. He averages five TDs a career for his career so far through the air. I think he might even top that this year. So if he can get six or seven, all of a sudden you're actually only looking at having to get 15 touchdowns to all his wide receivers and tight ends. I think he's going to do that. I think he's going to end up 24, 25 touchdowns and do a decent job for Carolina this year. Carson Wentz, another quarterback on 27 and a half. Like I say, it seems to be the most popular line. Um, I've gone over here. He got 27 touchdowns last year, so it's only 0.5 more. Um, he's still got lots of weapons. Alshon Jeffrey, Zachert, Goddard, Jackson. Um, they were bringing through some wide receivers last year when they had their injuries. A lot of people are projecting a wide receiver in the draft as well, which would really make you feel like he's going to be able to really spread the ball about he's going to be able to throw deep which we know he can with his arm he's going to be able to dink and dunk his way down he's going to be able to lean on the run game when he needs to i just think this offense is going to be very productive this year he's going to have another year in the league i know he's reached me experience but even at his age every year in the league helps especially as he hasn't stayed healthy he's going to feel better than he has for a long time the team finished strong and i just feel like this is his team now up until now, it's always been, well, he's only just been drafted. Has he really won them over? Then you had the comments coming out of training camp that people weren't getting on with him very well. And then, obviously, Nick Foles did what Nick Foles did. And you just always sort of felt, is this is this really his team? But you feel like the way they finished last year, Nick Foles being out of the equation, less injuries, you just feel like this is really his team. They're going to rally behind him. And I think he's going to do 30-plus touchdowns this year. All right, last few now. We've got Drew Brees at 32 and a half. I'm going to say over, but not much over. I'm kind of putting faith in the fact that I think Drew Brees has still got a bit more in him than people are giving him credit for at this point. I also think Kamara uh, as a running back is an amazing weapon, but because you don't have the bruising back to take carries off him, I think the Saints are going to go quite aerial this year, obviously including Kamara in that. He got 27 touchdowns last year, so I am improving him by five to six touchdowns. But like I said, I just don't think you bet against him. He's added Sanders, which I think is a big addition. He's he's your possession guy now. Considering Breeze's arm has got a little bit weaker, like I said, I think he's ahead of what people think. But it has got a little bit weaker. I don't think anyone can deny that. So you have Kamara for the dump-off option. You have Sanders right running the five to ten yard routes. Michael Thomas going deep. That's just such a nice stack of receiving options never mind the other players that are on the team um, the o-line's still good they're still going to give him time still plays in a dome i think he knows it's his last couple of years some of the things he's come out and said he knows this is his last couple of years and he really wants to go out and get that super bowl i think if he did if he would he'd retire even if it was this year so i think he's really on i want to throw this i want to win this for us um defenses that he's facing are not the best in the league or if they are their home field advantage isn't great if you go through some of the d's they're facing this year you face tampa bay twice it's nice weather 
not the best secondary. Philly, you know, that is a tough match away, I admit. Um, Las Vegas, not a great team, not a great home field advantage this year. Going to Vegas, weather will be fine. Detroit, not a great D, you're in the dome. Denver, high altitude, so although they've got a decent defence, the defence gets tired and the ball flies further up there. Um, the Bears are a tough match, I'll give them that. The Falcons, uh, they're a defence in transition and they'll be in a dome. And the Panthers have a solid D, but it's nice weather and the D isn't particularly scary. So I think, you know, where the Saints struggle, which is away, if you look at those teams, they're the teams they're facing. I'm not particularly worried for Drew Brees in any of those matchups, perhaps with the exception of the Chicago Bears. Although, if I remember from last year, Teddy Bridgewater went in and won there. So no reason at all Drew Brees can't go in there and win. Patrick Mahomes, no quarterback list is complete without the man of the moment. Um, he's slated to do 36 and a half on his line. I'm going to go over. Um, I was shocked. To re- I don't know whether you guys are shocked by this or is it's just me, but I already threw 26 touchdowns last year. And I feel like I've got to look it up now. Even when I'm talking to you, I'm just like, how can he have only thrown 26 touchdowns? Every time I see him play, he's amazing. Obviously, we all know that. And seems to be throwing touchdowns left, right and center. And I know... He didn't play every game. But yeah, 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, great ratio, obviously. And 4,000 yards. But I don't know. It just it, that just surprised me. But I'm still going with him on the over on 36 and a half. Um, you know, he missed two games. Tyreek Hill missed four. Um, they re-signed Sammy Watkins. So they got the whole band back. If they all play every game this year, that's just... It, the offense is just terrifying. I haven't seen offense since this, like this since, I'd say, 2007 even with the Tom Brady-led Patriots. I know Manning threw for more touchdowns in his um, era, but I don't think the running game was really there, whereas I feel like this team could run the ball if they really wanted to. So I'm not talking about Mahomes throwing more touchdowns or his the passing game being better, just as an all-round offense. I just think they're really scary. Obviously, there's another year with um, Coach Reed as well. I like to say Damian Williams is a nice back, but he's not a focal point. Like I said with the team earlier, he's not going to steal touchdowns. It was Kenyon Drake, Arizona. He's not going to steal touchdowns. He's just going to move the chains for you, be a useful back, but he isn't going to take many touchdowns off you. Um, again, don't face a load of scary defenses. Not that there's really any scary defenses for the Kansas City Chiefs offense, but I mean, if you had to put some down, I'd say they face the Ravens, um, they face the Patriots. And they face the Chargers twice, obviously, because they're in division. And even they're all at home, apart from the return Chargers game. So I just think they're going to roll this year. The KC offense is just going to roll. Patrick Mahomes tag in for 40 to 45 touchdowns. I think he's just going to go crazy this year. And he's going to win MVP. And the KC are on the way back to probably another Super Bowl, unless someone comes up with one brilliant game plan and executed brilliantly like the Patriots did a couple of years ago finally last man on the list got to Sean Watson certainly leaving one of the best for last great quarterback unfortunate with injuries and frankly at the moment kind of unfortunate with the franchise Um, another one the Houston Texans I really like the Houston Texans I always find myself you know rooting for them and thinking I'd like quite like them to win I'd like them to do something you know get a banner in that building maybe but in the sense of decisions that have been made recently are, are unfortunate. They're in quite a tough division. Um, and I think the team's lost quite a lot of talent over the last few years from their heights. I have gone over. 
Um, I think 26 and a half is a little low for someone like Sean Watson, but I'm literally projecting him like 28 touchdowns, not a lot more, just sneaking over. He got 26 last year, so he, you know the line's about right. They've added 0.5 to it, but like I said, I think he's going to sneak over. It could go either way. Um, he has lost his best best weapon, DeAndre Hopkins leaving town. You know we've seen the quotes. I don't think he's very happy about it, as you wouldn't be. I will say though that sometimes for a quarterback's statistics, maybe not for the team, it's better to have a variety of weapons that are all on a good standard than have one standout guy that you have to force the ball to and the other team can double cover all day, even though Hopkins is such a beast. He beat double coverage anyway. Um, they've also got Fuller, Stills, Cooks and Cobb in their receiving core. You know, So you can go a four-wide set and you couldn't really key on any of them. You can say that's who they're throwing to. And you've even got the chance of David Johnson out the backfield. So you could go four wide, Johnson in the backfield, your five-man line, Deshaun Watson. Who are you going to key on? You can't completely rule out the fact they're going to run the ball there. You, they could go deep with Cooks. They could go possession with Cobb. They could go stills deep. They could go fuller at 10, 15 yards. You have no idea what they're going to do. So although I don't think it's going to be a high-flying offense, I think they are going to score points. They obviously play in a dome, which helps. Um, he did miss a game last year as well, which is partly what I factored in. I know he could miss another game this year or longer, but I'm going with the idea that he's going to be healthy all year, and I think he's going to sneak into that 27, 28 touchdown range. So what do you think of um, my overs and unders? Do you disagree with any? Are there any that I've got completely wrong and you're like, how could you possibly say that? Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear from you guys. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if you'd go over under. Put any callbacks that I haven't put down and discuss them. You know, if I haven't done a callback and you think they're a definite starter this year, put them down, put, them, put an over under down and say what you think. All the feedback's massively appreciated. So... That's the end of the show for today. I hope you have a great day. Enjoy yourselves. Comment and subscribe. And I'll see you all the next time.